Well, hi everyone. Um, I'm here in the beautiful garden of uh, the very lovely Dr. Erin Turner, who's a great friend of mine, uh, but also a really good friend of Riverside Church as well. So Erin, it's great to have you with us. Um, we're at the end of a series uh, on well-being and looking after our well-being sort of coming out of lockdown and beyond. And uh, I just wondered if you would share a little bit about what you do uh, as a job and as I know it is your calling really um, and your worship in the role that you play. So do you want to tell us? Yes, well firstly thanks very much for inviting me Judy to do this, to talk about something that is like you say very close to my heart and very passionate about and any opportunity to talk about uh, mental well-being mm. um, I would grab. So. Firstly, I am a, a psychiatrist. Um, I, I work with young people um, in the Birmingham Solihull region, and these are people with more severe um, end of the spectrum of, of mental illness, people with psychosis um, and schizophrenia. Um, but of course, I deal with the whole spectrum of, of mental disorders, um, ranging from anxiety, depression, OCD, etc. right up to sort of schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. So um, yeah, it's a it's a busy job but but I love it. Brilliant. And you mentioned quite a few things that will resonate with everyone there. I think particularly uh, things like anxiety and depression, uh, which many people even tuning in today uh, will, will experience in their lifetime. Um, what helps you? I know you're a woman of faith and a believer in, uh, in Jesus. Uh, what helps you with your own mental health uh, before you look after everyone else, I guess? Yeah, I mean, what I would say is that anxiety is is common. It is it's part of the human condition. It is human to to, to become anxious, and not all anxious uh, anxiety is is bad. I mean, a, a small dose mm. of anxiety can be really healthy and helpful for you know functioning, performance, and, and certain activities. Anxiety becomes a problem when it becomes extreme when it starts affecting our functioning, um, affects our sleep and our appetite and our concentration, and maybe affects our ability to um, socialize with others um, or, or even go out of our house. Um, and so anxiety disorder is very common. Um, many of us will have experienced it. I myself have experienced anxiety. Um, so I know what, what it feels like to be anxious. And I think that probably helps me with patients mm. because um, I, I can kind of talk to them about things that I personally have found helpful. So what are some of those things that I find helpful? Um, well, firstly, um, I, you know, as you said, I, I am um, a woman rooted in faith and I find the scriptures really, really helpful. Um, any of you who've experienced anxiety will know that um, we can play very unhelpful tapes in, in our mind, um, very unhelpful thoughts, which actually perpetuates the anxiety and, and makes it, it worse. And to replace those anxiety provoking thoughts with something that's calming is really really helpful um, and uh, you will have heard the Taze chant at the start of this interview um, and I personally find Taze really really helpful. Um, Taze they are a, a Christian monastic tradition um, and their chants are, are based on scripture 
and by just repeating scripture in, in, in music form, um, it actually sort of becomes part of your thoughts and, and part of you. It's, it, yeah, it's, I, I find it's very therapeutic. Um, so I, and I picked that, the scripture um, from John 14, 27, where Jesus says, um, my peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, trouble not your heart. My peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, do not be afraid. And I love the fact that, um, that he talks about trouble not your heart, because the heart um, is often talked about when we talk about love, um, it's a symbol of love, but it's also the symbol seen of, of anxiety um, often. And, and that is because our heart is a very sensitive organ to mm. emotions um, and to anxiety and you know any of us when we felt anxious we will be really aware of our heart beating very rapidly I mean we call it palpitations um, and it's a really unpleasant feeling um, and unconsciously our heart will be racing but also our breathing rate will will increase and that can, can make us feel more anxious, it can make us feel nauseous and can make us feel lightheaded. So being in a state of acute anxiety is a really uncomfortable place to be. So I talked about how you can help your thoughts, you can replace some of the negative catastrophic thoughts with, with really lovely sort of scripture or, or positive thoughts. But we can also look at how we can change our, our bodies. Our, so we feel that we don't have control over our heart when it's racing, but actually we can get control over our heart and our breathing by doing controlled breathing or mindful breathing. And that's really just trying to find a quiet place and sitting in, it's really lovely if it can be outside, yeah. so you can be aware of your environment mm -hmm. and start to be aware of your senses. So what you can hear, what you can smell, what you can feel, and then start to be aware of your breathing and just slowing down your breathing. Yeah. And if you can even make your breath out longer than your breath in, that actually physiologically slows down your heart. And it's lovely because it gives you control over your body. So you're trying to control your mind and then you're also bringing control back to your body. Because anyone who's experienced acute anxiety or panic attacks knows that you feel out of control. Right. And what you're doing is just bringing back control into your body and, and your mind. So that's something that I find very help helpful um, and what I will share with patients. And, and many of you will have heard of mindfulness. And that's really what mindfulness is, is about, is just being present in, in the here and now. Yeah, and it's, it's sitting with people in their pain rather than trying to fix it, isn't it, in many ways? is just being there with people yeah um, with, with mindfulness um, and I, I'm, I'm always conscious that the Bible always gets there first with with these things um, and I, I was reading in Job at the end where where Job has suffered greatly and is asking God why really and wrestling with faith and in the end God answers him through creation mm. you know and says you know are you the one that uh, controls the sea or was there at the beginning of the creation of the world no I am and I'm in control and I, I find that really really 
reassuring actually in troubled times that that we see God's order in creation see it here in this beautiful garden um is that something that helps you personally I mean you've created a lot of this beauty around here with God's help so is that something that helps you getting outside being creative those kind of things yeah it absolutely is I mean we're very fortunate that we've got gardens mm. um yeah. and you know but we also have a lot of parks and we're not far from you know beautiful countryside and and I think it really is no coincidence that people do feel um, that being outside and being with nature can actually really calm your senses mm. can really calm your anxiety um, and a lot of people a lot of my patients will will tell me that that you know maybe just going for a walk in the canal or going fishing or you know, just taking time out can really calm calm yourself. And and you know, I, I think there's a lot of you know, a lot of my friends will will, will say to me also that they're just enjoying socialising outside, mm -hmm. going for picnics or going for a walk where maybe they'd have gone to the gym before. And I think hopefully there are things that we will take out of this time in lockdown, this sort of change in lifestyle that we can sort of carry through to you know to a new way of, of, of doing life actually that is less stressful because you know, anxiety is at an all time. Well, it was yeah. before COVID. Anxiety was almost like an epidemic. And I think life was just too busy and, and stressful. And I think a lot of people are rediscovering a new, a new rhythm to life, mm -hmm. um, enjoying, you know, things that they might not have enjoyed before, maybe time with family or like I say, just meeting friends outside for a walk, just slowing down is, yeah. is really good for your mental health. And actually, there's a lot of um, a lot of my patients actually, where I thought maybe their mental health would, would get a lot worse. Some of them yeah. find through COVID that their anxiety levels came down. You know, a lot of time when people have got generalised anxiety, they're they're kind of almost hyper vigilant. You know, scanning the environment for threat, and then when something comes that you can focus on, it actually helps yes, can help your anxiety. Yeah. yeah, and because we're in the community, we're doing it together. Yeah. You know, we're meeting this threat together. That can be really helpful. Um, helpful for people but yeah no absolutely I think nature is is it's very therapeutic healing, and, and healing yeah. yeah and I guess finally Erin I know you've um, uh, given us a few things to pray for for the city of Birmingham really which some of our young people are going to lead us uh, in prayer for in a moment but what would you say to anyone who's perhaps tuning in I know there are a number of people that will be tuning in who are struggling right now with depression or anxiety um, how do we love them? How do we help them? And, and what hope can you offer them? Well, I think one of the hardest things is when you're suffering with anxiety or depression is the sense that you're alone, that mm. nobody else is going through what you're going through. And, and that is a really common feeling. And I think, I know Riverside is really good at that, is, is walking with people through difficult times. So I think just the, yeah, just reassuring people that you're there for them, that, that they're not alone. And, I, and, and the scriptures will tell us that repeatedly. You know, I think the, I read somewhere that there's 365 mentions through scripture of anxiety and fear mm. and reminder that you are, are, yeah. are not alone. Yeah. So that that is a really really important message to, to to get out to people. 
I mean, my heart is particularly for, for young people, um, and I know you've got a lot of young people in Riverside, and I think this is a really uncertain time for them, and particularly people going back to school, uh, or people who are going to university, or facing, you know, a really difficult employment sector. Um, and and I think you know as a church it's sort of really you know coming alongside them and supporting them through this difficult time and I know Riverside that does that really well. Oh. Well we can we can learn an awful lot from you and, and what you've shared with us Erin thank you so much. Um, I would be good actually at this point just to mention that we do have a team of chaplains brilliant chaplains who um, are there just to chat to you as Erin said if you're feeling alone um, in in some of the the, the more destructive mental um, health thoughts that you might be having then we would love to, to just talk to you to listen to you to chat to you and we've got about 14 telephone chaplains who I know would be glad uh, just one of them to give you uh, a call uh, so why don't I just close by praying for you Erin uh, I think it's a fantastic job uh, we have many many chats uh, about this being an incredible um, work of healing in our city that Erin is involved with but it'd be lovely to pray for you so let's just pray uh, for Erin and people across Birmingham in similar roles. Lord we uh, thank you for that reminder today uh, through Erin's words that you say do not be afraid and you say it multiple times to reassure us that you are with us. Uh, thank you too for those uh, words such simple words from John that you spoke Jesus when you said not to let our hearts be troubled, that you leave your peace with us every day, that that is a deposit of your spirit. And I pray for Erin as uh, she treats her patients, that every day your grace would be sufficient for her and that your peace would be in her mind, in her heart, as we've heard today. And Lord, for all those involved in care for mental health across this city, we pray blessing and strength and the resolve of your spirit as they go about their work each day. In Jesus' name.